If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Welcome to our only shot at a full tedious uh, this holiday week. It's uh, the Daily Show at 970. One shot. 970. One shot. Is there some kind of Beastie Boys lyric with that? I don't remember. Uh, One shot. No, there's like a... What, Alex? I'm sorry. I, I hit a drop. We're, take, we're taking Black Friday off, and then Wednesday, what are we doing? Wednesday's probably just going to be me and you, maybe Borzoi, watching a dumb movie or something. Because Mike's going to be uh, possibly getting an MRI or something. Well, I'm definitely getting an MRI. The question is how well, long do I have to wait? Yeah, that's what I mean. Mike could just be like sitting in the waiting room in, in that in that weird like gown with no butt while we're doing aren't, the show. Aren't they, aren't they out of helium to run the MRI machines? Oh, helium. They need helium? Based. It's like a balloon. Yeah. They need helium for that? Yeah, oh, I, this I one... saw this in the last month, uh, the helium shortage. Ah, Jesus. I believe you need for, yeah, you need it for MRI machines. Why have got to yeah. be short on everything Well, they the haven't time. told it's, me uh, that it's, it's canceled. Pulling magnets. Helium, how they the fuck does that work? That canceled. That's well, insane. they need to cool down the magnets, is that what it is? Yeah, they need to make. Maybe the, they just need to have fewer MRIs. They, they need to, to make the uh, naturally. They need to make the magnets have like funny high voices that are using to listen to. <laughs> so like when you're while you're in there, it's like I'm holding still. Well, that's why you sound like that when you come out of the MRI machine. You're like, oh, it's great. Uh, thank you. Here's a thousand dollars. Wait for real? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know. I don't know. I've never had an MRI before. I have no idea. I, I take you go into like some futuristic tube, and you come out with ball cancer. Oh man! Actually, no. The magnetic I, I, it doesn't do radiation, right? It's, it's see, not. It doesn't radiate you. It's just magnetic. My podcasting right? career re- revolves around around June's comments. She says, "I haven't belly laughed like that in a very long time. Thank you, but get well." What did, what was so funny about prep that she belly laughed at? This is going to bother me all day. We didn't say anything funny. Holy shit! What is going you. on with Alex's fucking now, shit? Now you've got some kind of buzz. Is that on Alex's mic? Yeah, Alex is buzzing kind of... like crazy. He's like I thought, I, Shane I, I was making strawberries into the. I think you got it. With, I think you got it with the uh, that whatever you just did to the knob made it stop. Like your okay. your mic was making clipping noises like, while I was talking. That was weird. I I got to replace these uh, these speakers. I it's fine. It I sounded like now. there was a, a loose connection. Like you just it's, yeah, there is. A, there is. I've got a I've got a I've got a loose wire, and it's too small to tear this thing apart and resolder it. So I'm just gonna replace it. Very cool. Very cool. All right, let's do a show okay. now. I think we're okay now. Everything's fine. Right, so, yeah, what did we say that was funny? Because I don't remember saying anything funny. I don't, was I don't just, remember saying anything funny on the show. Is she just laughing at me sneezing? So I had that sneezing attack at the end of the thing, and I just stopped the recording. Maybe she's just laughing at your misfortune. I guess so. That's suffering. very mean-spirited. Wow. It's not After I've taken like, all me. your recommendations. <laughs> oh, dude. Here's something I didn't do on Slice of Life. I told Alex this last weekend. Oh, all right. The last week. I'm excited for Slice of Telegram, Life. On Telegram, in a chat, privately. It's highly embarrassing. It's incredibly oh, embarrassing. Oh, I know what it is. I've tried it. 
I don't know if it works or not, but it kind of feels like it might be helping a little bit. Maybe it's all, it might be psychosomatic, but I actually tried a tablet of CBD and turmeric, both of which have had clinical trials suggesting that they can help with spinal. Don't you just put turmeric in like fried chicken and shit? Like it's one of the 11 herbs and spices. You put it in curry to make it that crazy yellow color. Ew. All right, then. So you had CBD, so you're a pothead now. Yes, I'm. I'm like. I'm like schizophrenic now. I don't know anything about CBD. Wow. I know because it was one of those things. It came out, and I was just like, "Well, it's related to marijuana," and that's where my curiosity stopped. I feel like CBD is like. I feel like CBD (laughs) is like potheads who want to pretend that weed cures everything. Just came up with CBD as like a distraction. So here, if if you don't smoke weed, you can just you can just rub this stuff on your on your hurt forearm, and like Ron Gronkowski, you'll be all better. It's supposedly shit that it's like the stuff that's in the weed plant without the THC. Yeah, it's weed. And for they your say muscles. it also has qualities of to help you relax and and chill and stuff like that. So like weed, right? So maybe it's possible that the the THC because there were like the THC content just makes you schizophrenic. I was going to say other this, things in the, the plant CBD that may like just help you relax. Does the CBD make your muscles that you're like relax? Like, does it make them like paranoid after it starts to wear off, or is just it just no? Because there's no THC. Oh, okay, that's cool. So then my muscles are not are no longer schizophrenic, right? I'm not right, having like auditory hallucinations. All right, cool. No, I mean, look, I I basically am willing to try some anything to see if I can get some relief from my discomfort. And it was 20 bucks for like 200 tablets, turmeric and CBD and turmeric also, I mean, you can get it without it, but it also said there's also some, and again, look, I never do this without looking, at least looking up to see if there's any clinical research on this. Mm. And there's some clinical research, of course, they never want to be definitive on this, although there's a big thing behind CBD now. There's a big push behind it. Well, there has been for years. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm even saying from the medical industry itself. Oh, it's not just from like potheads. Oh, it's not, it's not just, okay. just from like yeah. All right. Yeah. That's so fair. I don't know. We'll see. It doesn't. It's like if I stack, <laughs> if I stack ibuprofen, Tylenol, and this stuff, <laughs> it does seem to feel better. <laughs> well, look, I'm kind yeah, of you want to get that polypharmacy that's... going. Just combine everything you can think of. Just like raid the whole medicine. Speaking jabbing. of speaking of funny smelling like yellow spices, when I had my little co- I had my little cold over the week. Oh, hey, Goy. Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of The Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. And I'm still recovering from. Saturday, I bought some really exotic cups and noodles. Because that's what makes me feel better. Like, oh fuck! Constantly eating cup of noodles makes your like your nasal cavities just open up. Oh yeah, it blows it right out. Yeah. So they have these new fancy like Asian stir fry cup of noodles. They're very fancy, and <laughs> I bought one that was Korean barbecue noodles in sauce. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, that sounds great. I like Korean. So I make it. I heat it up. You know, I, I definitely put the water directly in the styrofoam, and I put the styrofoam in the water in the into the microwave so that I have like I get all the. Um, so I get all the gay frog chemicals into my body too. I yeah, you want that. Yeah, yeah. Like, they call it like the BAPs. That's, that's the what BAPs. really adds the spice. Yeah. So, and then I start eating it. Chlorocarbons are really spice it up. And do you know what? 
<laughs> fucking this this was the mo- this was the most Jewish thing that ever happened. I was like, oh my god, this literally just tastes like cup of noodles, and then they just put the seasoning from like Lay's barbecue chips in it. It tasted food. like fucking barbecue chips. I'm like Korean barbecue. This is fucking. This tastes like fucking snack foods. It was about. I had. I. I couldn't stop laughing. Like I'm eating liquefied barbecue chips. This is hilarious. It's like dude, good though. I know, but it's like you couldn't do, like go out of your way any better Yo, to make this taste more like barbecue some, sauce. I'm it's saying just like, though, sometimes it's that the goy slop do be slapping. But it's just funny that they took they reapplied the goy slop <laughs> to a different like recipe. Like instead of out oh, of, uh, instead of on a crispy fried up piece of potato, we're gonna put this in some boiling hot water. And you're just going to have that flavor that way. It's like, Jesus It's like Christ. Mexican food. It's like yeah. just three different ingredients combined differently. Yeah, Boy just, slop is the same oh way. We got like barbecue powder. We got Cheeto powder. Um, <laughs> I just can't believe uh, What else? just never thought that that was a possibility. Like someone's going to put potato chip seasoning in a cup of noodles and call it Korean barbecue. Well, look, so in funny. The future, sci-fi is correct about this. In the future, what we're going to have is just like different cubes yeah. of flavor powders. Yeah. They're gonna be like it's gonna be like protein cubes with like different flavor powder on it, which is what they were eating in Star Trek. This is when we get so past. The... Sometimes in Star Trek they'd eat real food, or sometimes on the table they'd have like just these bowls of like mm. shapes. This and will be like, oh yeah, this will happen. No, that's 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 the positive uh, future. We we have the boring cyberpunk dystopia. It's yeah, they're boring. Try, dystopia. They're trying to get us to eat bugs and like meat that they grow in a vat. Like, is it easier to just grow a cow than to grow like a steak in a fucking vat? Like a Beyond State. Yeah, so there's something like, else going on. Just grow a cow. Yeah. There's something else going on. That's, see, that, this is the thing that somebody had mentioned the idea of the boring dystopia, and it's true. It's like I live in a cyberpunk dystopia, but I don't have a plasma rifle. Right. And there's like no cool androids or something. Yeah, where's my, like, where's my like floating skateboard that I can like, zip <laughs> around I don't and have like, a, escape and evade like cyber cops with? There's, not, shit, a right? literal, there's, not, there's not a literal like <laughs> mafia connect. There's not like an Italian mafia connect. Uh, connected pizza chain that i can have a steady job delivering for like in snow crash yeah where, why can't why don't i have a brain implant i can just plug into a computer and get all the records from like banks and shit like that what, <laughs> what's going on like nothing like this cyber why, this, why can't this, i do that this dystopia is like when you fall through the cracks nobody cares mm-hmm. it's great yeah. anarcho uh instead of a anarcho it's capitalist you got anarcho because, you know, in, yeah. 40, in 40K, you've got, like, what, the, uh, the dystopia that's present in that universe. You're supposed to be authoritarian. And even that <laughs> one is more interesting than this one. Well, it's because that one is, like, the funny thing about that one is that it's absolutely 100% necessary. And the lesson of every story is that it is. But apparently, now that has to change. I've been seeing stuff. And I don't follow mm-hmm. the universe and the lore that closely. I've read, I've read some Horus Heresy. I've read some Gaunt's Ghosts. I've read the Eisenhorn series. Uh, I've read some some of the other series, you know, some books from them, not all of them. It's hard to be completionist in that universe because there's like thousands of books. But um, now that apparently this is something recent because Tony's also into this stuff and he's telling me like, yeah, they're turning it all gay and they've created a. And I saw some articles like after decades of like secretly fostering like authoritarianism and fascism among young white men. The Warhammer universe is coming clean, and they're creating like a new future that's not authoritarian or something. It's I, I or felt something they were like this. Leaning in that direction with uh, what is this stupid shit where they bring back Gulliman? Yeah, they bring back reboot. Like, it, like yeah. <laughs> reboot Gulliman. Yeah, it's like we're gonna do a scientific progressive era. Right. It's, it's very disappointing that things have become so religious and authoritarian or something. I don't know. I haven't but read any of the new stuff. Ultramarines are fucking gay and always have been. They always, they've always sucked. Nobody likes Ultramarines. I always wanted them to lose. So, 
I wanted to I wanted to swing back to something. Talking about the helium shortage. And this made me look up an article <laughs> on gasworld.com. <laughs> Gasworld.com is not what you think it is. Uh, oh, I've, I've been going to Gasworld.com. <laughs> helium shortage 4.0, continuing uncertainty in the market. So this is the fourth helium shortage, and it's been created this is the first of July. This is the fourth helium shortage we've endured. So it's We're like, getting it's like increasingly fourth political theory. Fourth. <laughs> yeah. So apparently the, the, one of the causes of this one is they've got this crude helium enrichment unit that's owned by the U.S. Bureau of Land Management. It went down for maintenance. It knocked out 10% of the worldwide right. capacity for helium. Nice. And this, like, this plugs into this like cyberpunk dystopia because the, the BLM, the Bureau of Land Management, apparently they outsource the helium production to these private uh, industries. Ah, helium and globalism. They do it. Helium globalism, my friends. <laughs> didn't Dol- didn't Dolan Blorf promise to bring helium production back to the stateside? Stop outsourcing our. This is the kind of shit that like nobody knows about. Like this is like, <laughs> so helium shortage 4.0 began on 1st of July 2021, when a four month maintenance outage yeah, of the U.S. Four- Bureau of Land <laughs> Management. Wait, first of all, I like how they're calling that BLM. So BLM yeah. caused the helium shortage. <laughs> a crude helium enrichment unit, the CHU. C H E U. The so the Chew Chow Choi. The Chew sort of land, as usual. <laughs> the Choi went down. Man, I haven't kept up uh, any of this. They passed a bill to head off a helium shortage. What? They passed a bill to repair the like, house. 2013, they, they, they had legislation dealing with this, so this has like been a thing for a while now. So like, we need to go like arrest. <laughs> we need to place the rest of the helium under arrest for not abiding by the law and not being too short. It's like, hey, that's a helium shortage. That's illegal. Everybody off to jail right now. All your gas and all your Why don't they just chews. fix this machine? Why don't they just pr- oh, privatize boy. the machine? Is it because people don't know how to do it anymore? Shortage oh, is the yeah, result of sure. the just storm. Like, just like the moon landing. Oh, yeah, we lost the technology. So the war, of Ukraine, I believe that. the war in Ukraine is related to this, too. Of course it Apparently is. It makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, it's made everything uh, worse. The, it's limited weather balloon launches. So if your weather forecasts are getting shitty, you know why. No, just the weather's getting shitty. I'm fucking freezing. I don't need a balloon to tell me it's cold. Oh god! Yeah, I but I mean the, the weather. Coffee. The weather is like it, it, it's not ever so bad that like you really need some helium to really know that you know maybe it's nice to know, but if it's wrong, it's oh, well, whatever. <laughs> so, so here's here's the future of balloons. Like you get party balloons, you're gonna have a balloon with some compressed air, and the balloon's gonna be on a stick. <laughs> We're going to switch the stick. All the oh, because we can't fill them with helium air. anymore. That's fine. Yeah, all the other lighter-than-air gases are extremely dangerous, so we're not going there. Oh, that's right, because I guess you put hydrogen in the balloon. So that, I, we, we should go back to that. Let's just, just hydrate the balloon. Oh, my just God. Boom. So now, now whenever my kids are playing with a balloon, I'm like, you know, when I was a boy, we had balloons that had helium in them. They would float. They would actually float. Yeah, you they could bop them stick. up in the air, and they'd stick on the ceiling. Yeah. That? You didn't have yeah, to hold no them more. to stick. Oh, or just the ones that you blew up yourself. You know, you, they they would float for a little while, but they inevitably mm. come back down to earth. They wouldn't stick on the ceiling. Helium balloons are always great fun. That's wow, everything is just less fun. That's the thing. In this, it's, it's a funny thing. It's like you thought you thought the dystopia would be cool and crazy and all kinds of wacky stuff, like plugging into computers and riding, like you know, you know, riding hover skateboards around and evading cops and shit. But it really is just like 
no more helium balloons. So no more helium balloons. And so now the balloons all just sit on the floor. So choose crashing the cryptocurrency market, which actually kind of is cyberpunk dystopian, but it's also kind of kind of an anti-Semitic tone to it. Yeah. Well, I've got a bunch of theories on that shit. Um, you know, the, the price right now, let me see, what is the price? Is that a curiosity? So, yeah, it's it's saying about like it hasn't really gone below where it was. In after the initial crash, right? It went down like 16,000 and it's just staying there. Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now. Well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content. And now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the, you want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year. So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio on how this sounds. So you could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall. It briefly went back up and then it went, it's like, so it's just kind of staying around 16, but like the thing that happened, a lot of people were saying like maybe the Sam Bankman free thing was on purpose. Like the Jews yeah. hated cryptocurrency and they wanted to get rid of it. And I'm like, I don't think so because it's not gotten rid of. Like there's uh, there's too many other players in it still, and you know back when Bitcoin was three thousand dollars like two years ago we would have been happy for it to be sixteen thousand dollars and that's where that's where it hit, um, in the first the first crypto bubble that hit, happened around 2017. I think what Sam Bankman Fried and them were doing was they were trying to, or or the initial point of his operation was to monopolize cryptocurrency. <clears throat> And one of the things I learned in looking more into this is that what happened was Sam Bankman-Fried had FTX, which was his crypto exchange, which was taking consumer deposits or consumer money and turning it into crypto and then letting people like invest in crypto this way. And then um, they also had their own token that they were selling. They called FTT, which is like FTX token. And they were holding – they were trying to pump the value of this token. And they were doing that, and and um, so they also had this thing called Alameda Research, which was supposedly a crypto trading research firm and such that was owned by Bankman Fried, and that was like his the first thing he started. But as it turned out, what what he was doing is he was using FTX to pump up the value of this FTT coin, and then Alameda Research was holding all this FTT. And at some point, some crypto people were looking at all of this because a lot of this stuff that you can see on a blockchain, right? And they were like, well, it looks as if Alameda Research, if the price of FTT goes down, is sunk. Like they're done. Like that's the thing. This Their whole company re revolves around the price of this token uh, staying. And so people then started withdrawing from FTX. Because the people that were plugged into the crypto world and watching the crypto podcasts and all that stuff. And it was actually the Coindesk podcast where that black guy who apologized to white people. Oh, that dude. 
I yeah. Remember, I remember the story. Yeah. So that that's where he that's the podcast on which they put out there that like look if if um if FTT coin goes down Alameda is fucked and by extension so is FTX. So this causes bank run. They were then they they were not able to meet these deposits. Then they then he tried he applied and tried to get picked up by Binance. The funny thing is Binance also was holding and trading FTT coin, but then they sold like all of theirs, which mm. crashed the price of FTT. And it put it's that's so like literally actually what happened is China sank Bankman Fried's fucking scam. Because at some point it went from being it went from being like a crypto exchange to a Ponzi scheme. To literally like in order to stay alive, we need to keep attracting more investment and more deposits because mm-hmm. we're not making any money. And China basically said, let's let's fucking pull the plug on this. Sold all their FTT coin, fucking sent Alameda research into a spiral, and that sent FTX into a spiral, and everybody did a run, and the whole fucking thing was exposed. Who you knows know, how much longer it would have continued? The real question is how many more of these the- how many more of these are out there that no one knows about? Right. That's a really fucking scary thought. It's like how many like little things because like, there's a lot of like there's a whole scene called DeFi where there's people yeah, just that's running a decentralized finance. Yeah. yeah, it's just like everything is any anything going on in that sphere could be one of these things. And you, there's how I don't know how you would know in the first place if if like the guy from Binance doesn't come out and expose it on Twitter, it just keeps going until it doesn't. I guess I don't fucking know. Well, the thing is this. It's not the nature of cryptocurrency. Look, we can have crit- critiques of the nature of cryptocurrency, right. okay? And and it's funny because this guy um, – we talked about that guy Cahodes who who is in his own way is kind of a dumb boomer con because yeah. he keeps talking about China, China, China. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of all – the funny thing is that's kind of irrelevant. Now, he says he's not a crypto investor. And whenever I was – when I was listening to him, he says some interesting things. When you take away the stuff about China, it's like, mm-hmm. it gets interesting because he talks a lot about the, the way that this thing happened. Yeah. And some guy was like, some guy he was interviewing was talking about like, well, what about all these DeFi things and this, this scammy stuff going on in crypto? He's like, look, I could agree with all of that, and it's irrelevant. He's like, what happened here is a Ponzi scheme. Right, right, right. Like right. cryptocurrency or not, we can have critiques of that or whatever. But what happened here is not like directly related to that. The, the only extent to which it could – that people are going to say it's related to it, although I don't think it is. Is that because cryptocurrency is a newer thing and therefore less regulated? Yeah. Bankman Fried got less oversight, but I don't think so. I think Bankman Fried didn't get oversight because he's a fucking kike. Right. Because they don't because <laughs> kikes do this shit in the stock market, which yeah. is heavily regulated. They don't get in trouble for it until the fucking walls come falling down on that either. Right. right. So. So like the the reason it bank and the other thing is like the Jew question ties it all together. Without the Jew question, you don't even you can't actually understand FTX because the right. question is like. How did he get all this investment? How did this nobody that came out of nowhere, no one had ever heard of him before, and suddenly he's worth $30 billion? I remember seeing articles like about a year, year and a half ago about this kike, and they're like, he's cryptocurrency's golden boy. Suddenly this brilliant <laughs> boy genius has got like $30 billion. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like no one's ever heard of this guy before. Mm-hmm. And uh, as it turned out, like what Cohoes was doing is he was actually doing research into FTX and the people that worked there. And he's like, no, no one ever heard of any of these people. He's like, they were all like in their twenties, and it looked like nobody was doing anything at mm. that company. Yeah. Now they got pictures of them like coming, they're like parties in their office where they're all like passed out on beanbag chairs, coming off of like you know binges, drug binges in the office yeah. and shit. So, what the fuck was really going on there? Well, 
I mean, the question is, what was the purpose of it, right? So right. this is always the question, and and because we could analyze how it worked, but it's never clear what exactly they were doing it for. And some people, Stryker was saying he thinks they were just trying to crash out crypto to ruin it for everybody. And I was like, I don't know. I think what they were trying to do was gain control of it because you saw how they were buying up like all these other companies, right? See, I, I wouldn't even go that far. I, I just think that he was he was a greedy, stupid kite because the the stuff's come out like this. The that's yeah, possible the, too. The, this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. I was like, yeah, these, these people didn't have their shit together. <laughs> well, this is kind of this kind of goes with what I'm saying, though, is that like this was a vehicle that because a Jew was in front of it, Jews like threw their money and, and clout and investment capital behind it and gave him advertising time. Like, yeah, he now, maybe, Super Bowl maybe ads. Jews thought that this guy had a plan. But That's what I'm saying. He <laughs> sold it even to them yeah. as like, I'm going to get I'm going to we are going we I know because again. Jews are like against the crypto space, right? Because they already control fiat currency. Why the fuck would they need this competitor? So they're like, so he's like, look, I can get control of it. And one of the problems they're having is that much of it is in China and and Japan and Asia, and they don't own it and control it directly the way they do banks and international banks. Because the way their international banking system works, like by running the U.S. Federal Reserve, which is the reserve currency of the world, they effectively control all the other central banks as well as all supranational banking institutions and the European Central Bank. It's all controlled by Jews. So what the fuck do they need this crypto thing for? Well, it's big in Asia. Yeah. And so Bankman Free is like, I've got this company. You know, we're going to take over this space. I've got an exchange. I've got a research group. This all looks very legit. And Jews are just like dumping money into it, right? And he's got Larry David on a Super Bowl ad and shit like that. Now, people were playing the Larry David Super Bowl ad. And the joke of that is, in the ad, this Bug Black is talking to Larry David. And he's like, FTX, it's a safe way and, and to buy crypto and all this stuff. And Larry David is, like, skeptical. He's like, no, no, I don't buy that. And, <laughs> like, uh, and I'm never wrong about this stuff. And he's meant to look stupid, right? And then the ad is like, don't be like Larry. Get, you know, don't miss out. And everybody's joking. They're like, um, they're like, oh, look, Larry David vindicated. I'm like, no, Larry David vindicated because he made off with some of the money that was stolen because FTX paid him to do an ad. He yeah. should give it back. Uh, that's Larry my David. question. Did, did he actually buy into that himself with his own money? Or I doubt it. Just... He just no, I'm sure he didn't. He just got paid to do an ad. Do I'm an saying, ad. Larry, <laughs> give that money back. The money mm. you got paid to do that advertisement was stolen from some poor saps deposit account. Give it back. Give it back. That's none of my business. What are you talking about, George? I was just paid to do a job. I was paid to do an ad. I showed up and did the work. It's all that's as far as it goes for me. I don't have any responsibility in any of this. Else. <laughs> a lot of kikes like the scam. Uh, it's not my fault. I had nothing to do with it. But was, was my time worthless? You're not gonna let me show up and do my work? The film commercial. I, to, I was paid to do it. I was supposed to just write that whole yeah. day off just because some people got yes. fucking bamboozled. Not my problem. Yeah. Oh, you know who I am? I'm a beloved. TV producer. Yeah. I yeah, made right. Seinfeld. So, so, yeah, I would say fuck Don't Larry you know, David. In real life, I'm a cross between Kramer and George. Everyone loves me. Yeah. You can't put this on me. Well, I'm not putting anything on you. I'm just saying, like, you benefited from fucking ill-gotten gains. You should give it back, Jew. You benefited, should, you benefited like anybody from, else. My feel good, from my feel-good comedy scripts for many, many years. 
<laughs> That'll make me feel so good. <laughs> In fact, I fucking hate Larry David. I liked Seinfeld, but when he was the star of his own bullshit, I was like, fuck this kike. I can't stand this guy. I've heard people say good things about that show. I never really watched it, though. I only watched the... I only watched nah, the... I only people, watched, have, people have... I only watched the arc where they tried to um, save um, Kramer. What, what's his real name? Michael... Um, Michael Richards. Michael Richards. When they yeah. tried to, when they tried to re- after the nigger thing, when he said nigger in that uh, in the comedy store or whatever, or the Laugh Factory. Oh, was it the Laugh Factory? Remember when he had that controversy when he was yelling, "He's a nigger!" Mm-hmm. Like, yep. They use like Larry David used the show to try to rehab him, and it was fucking hilarious. It was good. And it was like a weird well, thing. Like, why? It's like, why are these Jews trying to save Kramer from saying the nigger word all over television? It was really I, strange. I, I, I swear I saw one of these Jewish comedians bring that up recently, and they were kind of sympathetic towards Richards. Yeah, that he got he for some reason he got an N word pass. Yeah, he got an N word pass. I, I can only imagine it's because they don't want an institution like Seinfeld taken off the air for like what? Because what do you do? Like you have the guy said the nigger word. He's like he's the biggest comic relief in the show. What do you take that out of syndication? It's a big money maker. I don't know. How do you cancel Seinfeld? He, He's he's also playing a Jew, which that's it's a weird dynamic to me because the guy is is not Jewish himself, but he looks very Jewish on the show. Kramer, yeah, I don't, I don't think they ever say if he's just got a Jewish hair, name. just the hair, it's curly hair. Yeah. Kramer is a Jewish name, and it's the hair. The yeah, way that's do true. It. Like yeah. Michael Richards himself doesn't really, but who cares? No, no, not, not in the face. No, not in the face. Yeah. Oh, he could he could go but either way. You, know? you you have the hair, you got the name, and then you surround him with a bunch of Jews, and it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, I can buy that he's Jewish. It's a bunch of neurotic. Well, he's playing a Jewish type. Yeah, they're all neurotic, the fucking weird eccentrics. Yeah, in a yeah. way. But uh, yeah, I don't know why they. I don't know why they went to great lengths. Like I remember there was a uh, one of the late night talk shows, like Seinfeld came on. Seinfeld yeah. went on the. I don't know if it was Conan or. Oh, I interpreted that as him throwing Kramer under the bus. No, 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 sir. They had Seinfeld was the guest on the show, and then they had like via satellite on like a flat screen TV, Michael Richards doing this drawn out apology, and Seinfeld was there to like be the hype man for the apology, make sure everybody accepts it, and it went over like a wet fart. Like the crowd was like laughing because they thought it was all a joke. Like, I don't know if like the crowd like this was before like the big internet. So I don't think everybody had seen the cell phone video of Michael Richards yelling nigger. So it was a- hey, everybody. Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life. And I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. Really weird. It was like a surreal piece of, of, of just like, it's like, what are you guys doing? Like, there's Kramer on a TV. Apologizing. Yeah, well, There's Jerry in the got, chair trying to like. See, I, think I feel it's bad. I ever little brought little. up Larry David to to go down this digression. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> because well, it's like who cares? Oh, whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I just saw, I just saw somebody talking about about Michael Richards recently. Yeah. Like, they it probably was got the, it was in the context of the Chappelle thing. Okay. Okay. But it, it seemed to me that the the tone of it was basically like, yeah, well, you know. I don't. I don't think Michael Richards is racist either. You know, this is a just a thing he said. I think it was actually kind of funny. You know, after the of course the he's racist. Like he yelled nigger Maybe at a black. Maybe it was John Stewart who said that about him. He yelled nigger at a black heckler. Of course he's racist. Well, Everybody's have fucking you seen racist. Video of Michael Richards. Uh yeah. Yeah. It seems to me he's trying to. Okay, here's my impression of what he was doing in the video. I could be wrong. My impression was that he was like almost trying to like. Warn the blacks like you don't want to behave like this because people are going to call you nigger. And it just it totally failed. Yeah. 
that's was that's what I got out of that. I think he just got rattled because he's not a real stand-up comedian. He, one thing one thing he didn't do was yell, "You're a you're a fucking nigger" at the guy. He said, "He's a nigger." You see that? He's a nigger. It's a nigger. Yeah, but but see what I'm, he was doing. If you watch the whole context of it, what he was doing was no. saying like, if you if you do like by behaving like this, you're inviting somebody to say this to you, and you shouldn't do that. Oh, that was that was the context of, of the whole thing. So if you only see him saying he's a nigger, he's a nigger. It's sort of like he's saying like you're gonna. This is what's gonna. Someone's gonna say this, and you're not gonna want that. if you do this kind of thing, that was what I got out of it. I could be completely wrong, but from watching the bit years ago, that was the impression I got was that that was what he was doing. I don't think I ever seen the full clip either because it's like it's like everything they just take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they just they just take the snip of him saying he's a nigger. Yeah. If you watch I, the full like two minutes I, of the whole, which is a really, really bad meltdown that he has. All right. I always took it. I like always, if he just called the guy a nigger, it would have actually been funny. I always took it but as. it was like weird and pathetic. I always took it as like Michael Rich is a TV actor, not a stand-up comedian. And so when he got heckled, he didn't know what to do because you don't heckle actors yeah. when they're making. And so he just melted down. But it could be. I don't that know. That is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you do, like, I don't think there's any like intellectual like tomfoolery. Like, I'm going to show you what it's like and how you should like. I think he just called the guy. A no, no, that was, he was that, mad. That was his response. His his response to getting heckled was like, "Don't, don't you, by do you're black by doing this, you're opening yourself up to being called nigger. Stop it." Right. I'm I'm seriously. If you watch the whole thing, I guess so. see, watch I'm not it gonna see, watch it. Now. Watch it and see if you agree with me. I don't know. I'm not. It's not. I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not like dying on this hill if I'm wrong. I'm just saying that from years ago, no, like twenty is, years ago, whenever that happened. This is now point. That 20- was the impression I got. Of this is now the whole no, clip. This is now point twenty six of the NJP platform. Like Michael Richards was was trying to make a point. Like was just add that to it. Michael yeah, Richards is, was like mistakenly trying to educate neighbors. Yeah, this is this is the this is the hill you're dying on. I've I've chosen this hill for you. Okay, put it on, right, put it on the point twenty six. Everybody's always trying to submit point twenty six, so I might as well submit that one. That'll be my submission. Oh, is that a thing? People always trying to do point twenty six. Oh, people fucking yeah. Everyone always wants a yeah. twenty six point. Well, in any case, um, I I think that that's that's kind of the narrative on the Bankman Free thing. Is it like? He was just a stupid thieving Jew, yeah. but he had uh, a lot of enablers. He was sort of he was enabled by the Jewish community that wanted somebody, and they probably saw, oh, he's younger, he's really smart, he knows this crypto stuff, he can be the guy that that secures us Jewish control over <laughs> cryptocurrency. And one of the things FTX was doing was they were selling weird investment products. So <clears throat> the idea was it's not just like. Because um, what what do we need another exchange for? What do we need another Gemini or another Kraken or another Binance where you go on and you pay money and you get cryptocurrency or you can deposit cryptocurrency and trade it for other cryptocurrency or whatever, right? But what he was doing and, and he this was where that whole thing and even other exchanges were doing this. And I always told people never fucking do this shit. Never, never do it uh, where you put your crypto on the exchange and then you do what they call staking. Oh, and that Jesus. means you're investing it. What that means is you are like when you deposit money into a bank, the bank takes your deposit money and uses it to give loans in which they then make money. And then sometimes, depending on the account type, you get interest if you have like a checking account, although checking account interest is so low. Yeah. You literally might as well do almost anything else. It used yeah. to be that you could get like 4% interest on a checking account. <laughs> like when I was a kid. In the old days. My dad took me. My dad took me down when I was a kid. Went down to the Howard Savings and Loan Bank, which was in the corner in the town I grew up in. See, it's so amazing how actually quaint like the 80s really were. 
how close to the fifties. Oh, the they savings really were. and loan was a huge scandal. We had to stop. No yeah. more savings and loans. You can't. Well, have, Jews yeah. like wrecked that shit. Yeah. It was funny because I literally remember we went down. We got the passbook, my Howard yeah. Savings and Loan passbook. The money I got for like my first communion and Christmas and birthday, we put it into an account. I had several hundred sure. dollars in there, and I got a little passbook, sure. and it would show me how much interest I was earning. Yep. And if I wanted to, I could go back to Howard Savings, give them the passbook, the teller would take it, and they would print out my balance and update it with whatever interest I had earned. Yeah. And, uh, or I could take a withdrawal or whatever, right? But um, I remember those days. My dad was. Oh, 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 you don't like interruptions. Well, this is a different kind of interruption. This is a pre recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up, support our work here at TRS, and buy a subscription to the show. It's only $10 a month. Uh, un- un- unless you're using like e-checks, then there's some extra fees because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the right stuff.biz/slash paywall. Uh, make an order. You can use e-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use. A bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's Other Tone Stream, and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. So he's like, don't withdraw, because if you take money out, that lowers the interest you're getting. Remember, you want you're going to be you're earning money from this account. Yeah. And uh, and <laughs> now what do you get? Like point oh two percent. Oh my god! I think if you get, interest on a check. I think if you do like, a, like I think if you get like a CD, you can get maybe three percent. Right, right. Yeah, c- CDs now, it's like the interest is worse than it used to be on a savings account yeah. like thirty years ago. It's pathetic. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. tell me, tell me, like. It's wrong to say the banks are run by Jews. Like, no, it's not. Like, they're like, oh, why are we letting the Goyim have this little kickback on our business? And what they would say is like, well, this because that. the Fed interest rates are so low. It's like, well, yes, that's true. But um, I don't give a fuck. Fuck this... you, pay me. Yeah, but my thing is like, you're using my money. Why we? You're using why my do money. Why we even have this no, mechanism? Stop it, stop it. You're yeah. using my money. Give me interest. I don't agree with whatever right. that fucking rate is. Fuck you. But you, there's no one to right. say that to. Well, why is it that this is even the structure of how of how the financial thing is? It's basically like they're relying on you to work and put money into their banks to literally float their currency, which they used to do all kinds of scams around the world. Yeah. Anyway, but the the thing is, so what they're doing is they're staking crypto coins. It's like you meaning you you make it so you can't deposit them. You stake them, meaning they are now you are openly saying these are to be invested, which basically means Sam Bankman Fried puts it into his pocket. And he just takes it. And then they were actually rating rating accounts that weren't staked. But you can unstake coins, but they're always like it might take twenty four hours to unstake them, meaning that which means we don't have them. We have to go they buy have them. To, they don't have the coins, and they right. have to try and find a way because if you unstake, it means you want to withdraw. So it, you know that was my thing. It's like ne- never fucking ever. And I've said this many times: if you have crypto, don't hold it. On an exchange, put it on your like even having people are like, never hold it on your own hard drive on your computer. Well, I've heard of what? disasters happening from people doing that, but it's just from carelessness with your hard drive. If you take care of it, 
Well, if you have or you your, keep your keys someplace. If you have your if you have your security phrase, that doesn't matter. Right. If you print out your keys, even if they're like sixty four, you know, two hundred fifty six long strings of of text, it's worth it for thousands of dollars. You, so... can, you can always keep, but then you don't even have to do that. You have like these twenty four word yeah. uh, phrases that you can keep it with. So. You can totally literally have an Electrum account and keep it on your hard drive. Even if your computer gets fried, as long as you keep your fucking secret 24-word phrase, you can get your shit back. And additionally, uh, nobody can fuck with it. The only time I ever deposit to an exchange is when I'm selling within the next second. As soon as the blockchain clears, I'm like, boom, sold. Now I've got money. And that goes to, yeah. Anyway. Mm. Anyway, they're 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 calling him a nepo baby, and I didn't know what a nepo baby was until just now. A nepotism baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. He's like he's just like a. He's calling red diaper babies, but now it's just like I don't know. Well, it's, it's pretty funny to 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 call the child of Jewish privilege a nepo baby, but yeah. yeah. The, there's an article right now going around. Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried's lawyers quit because of his incessant disruptive tweeting. <laughs> so. I guess he won't shut the fuck up on Twitter and his lawyers are like, dude. Oh, helping. yeah. Well, that's not yeah, helping when you're when you're under as many investigations as he is. You, you should shut your mouth on all fronts, like because he's going out there saying, like, we're going to make it right. I promise. And his lawyers like, don't say things like that, because <laughs> if like if that's an implied contract, you're in a fucking shit ton of trouble. You fucking idiot. Hey, don't go out on Twitter saying, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to make it right. It's like, so what, you're admitting guilt. Yeah. Are you admitting you did something wrong? You can't do that without like, a you, admi- you need a disclaimer. Like none of these tweets are an admission of guilt or wrongdoing. Yeah, by the way, none of, of these myself tweets, personally uh, <laughs> imply any rights to the viewer of the tweet, nor do they they yeah. uh yeah. yeah. You got a whole thing you gotta do there. So are we gonna so we're gonna yeah. move to uh are we gonna go to the Qtart club or what are we gonna do now? Well what? also I wanted to talk quickly. Oh. We can talk about the Qtard club. Actually do- I shouldn't say that. Qtards are far better people than that the people at the Qtard Club, even if they have stupid political beliefs, they're not like scum like this. I know. I just, I just enjoy the, I just enjoy the coincidence of that. Like yeah. all those, those, all those. Yeah, they gay, should have chosen almost any other. All those letter. gay people got to be mad. That, like that can, that's the connection. Like, should we change the name? Well, it's like which, which one should change the name? Remember, like Avenue Q. Remember that like gay musical <laughs> Avenue Q, where all the characters no. are gay Muppets. Okay. Oh, anyway. God. It's a terrible thing, but it was like a it was like an aughts thing. Like mm. they they did like finally gay people have a musical. I'm like musicals are being gay. What are you talking about? Mm. Musical theater is literally gay and Jewish. Like that's what it is. Yeah, that's why it's sort of funny when John Stewart says like you know maybe you can write your own Broadway musicals like or maybe musical theater can just die because it's always been a gay Jewish art form. Yeah, but uh, I mean seriously, I'm not saying like the idea of music or theater. I'm saying like musicals like broadway musicals those fucking things suck have you ever seen one they fucking suck mm. yeah. anyway uh les miserables was probably the only one that was ever good that actually had some really fucking good music but anyway uh what was i saying what was i talking about i don't know you stopped me from moving on to the colorado springs shooting and then you start you're talking about cats I had something on this. Wow, I'm getting old. All right, yeah, I guess we can. Uh, <laughs> guess we can move on. We talk about Q. We talk about Q tards. Q change the name. I don't remember. I don't know where. I don't know what you're. Anyway, yeah, let's either, talk about that. Well, there's nothing really to say about that. There's plenty to say. But my thing is like this is just part and parcel. 
Well, yeah. I mean, you just say yeah. it in a longer form than that. Yeah. Like you want to, you want to yeah, spend like just, I was like just, I was looking at I was looking at the reaction like so I'm looking at Twitter and it's still just like oh that's what I was gonna talk about how they're just like we vindicated that they just decided to destroy Twitter but that's fine like Jonathan Greenblatt put it out like we're just oh. we're gonna just tank Twitter's just going down we're just tanking it and that's just destroying it so yeah okay yeah no, okay we can talk you go on to Avenue Q if you want. Hey, let's let's do that because I'm, I'm getting distracted by reading the stuff about Republicans and their lack of funding. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> like I don't know, none of that was related to anything. Um, well, he's talking, we're no. talking about gay clubs, so I immediately started thinking yeah, about well, the yeah, Republican Party. Well, there, no, but you like a... jumping in like Jonathan Greenblatt saying Twitter. I'm like, okay, we're talking about the that gay club. That was where I was going to go before we went to Avenue Q. That I just had remembered it because you said Twitter, and my, oh. my brain farted back into into motion. But anyway, well, the, the uh, let's go forward. Well, the libtard like drag squad. They're trying to make this about you know the, as as usual. This has to be made about Republicans and, and gun control and whatnot. Um. And I, I was just seeing, like, the, uh, you know, because Republicans, all they can ever do is, like, thoughts and prayers and stuff. And they're right about that. Uh, they're they're focusing on Lauren Bulbart, who, you know, Lauren Bulbart, there's, she's the, you are, like, responsible for anti-LGBTQ rhetoric and gun rights and blah, blah, blah. You're responsible. But, like, if you go look at Lauren Bulbart, it's like, this is a terrible tragedy. The victims' families are grieving. This lawlessness has to end. I was like, why don't you, like, be real? Like, how many people want you to just say, like, well, sometimes this is going to happen because you keep forcing this. Why not just do dynamic silence, right? Yeah. I I would love to see – well, I would just love to see, like, the conservative sort of uh, elite there reflect reflect the opinions of the followers. Because if you go look at the comment sections on the articles about this, they're all, like, LOL-owned. Lamau even. It's like, imagine if the Republican Party took the sort of position of that as like, yeah, you know, you go and you institutionally tell the entire country that the people that attend this club are morally superior to people who don't and that we're coming for your children and we're going to do this. Maybe this is going to happen once in a while, as you said, it's part and parcel. But it's like nobody will ever like vocalize that. Nobody from mainstream politics will ever, even to people who desperately want it, because people don't like this shit. Or why not just do a dynamic silence? Because remember, what, did Lauren Boebert say anything about Waukesha? I, I, I bet don't she know. Didn't. I would imagine not. I bet she didn't. Well, I would imagine. Very that, few. I would imagine. Oh, hi. Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. She said, if she said anything, it would be as as like value neutral on the issue of race as this was on the issue of gay people. Right, right. But my thing is this. That's possible, but I don't remember very many politicians chiming in on that. Yeah. I remember, like, a few, and it was only because they were relevant, like, locally. Like, people actually local to Wisconsin said something. The president didn't say anything. Yeah. He didn't He didn't send somebody there until he sent his uh, right. His, his wife, wife and and uh, what's her name? What's her uh, the other husband, broad, the yeah. black broad's husband, her Jewish husband, to walk a shot to get tell everybody to get vaccinated. Yeah, and they were supposed to go on like a condolence tour like six months later, and they just told everyone to get vaccinated. <laughs> so like uh, that was the amount of recognition that that got. Now, if you're gonna just do thoughts and prayer bullshit on tra- so called tragedies. You would expect that you would do it on everything. I mean, more people died in Waukesha by one. And one of them was an eight-year-old boy then died at this Q club. 
where one of the people that died was a, a, a woman famous for cutting off her tits and pretending to be a dude yeah. and literally went by the handle Franken tits on Twitter. What? Yes. And this person Somebody died. Named, someone named who, who took the name, some woman who took the name Daniel Aston um, had her ch- tits chopped off and went by the name Franken tits on Twitter and was apparently famous in this community and then was killed in this thing uh, as a bartender of this club. Am I, it's even funnier. Am I allowed to be happy about that? Can I express? Well, just, just, let's, no. let's just maintain a dynamic silence. Okay. But here's something that's even more interesting. I said funnier, but I mean funny, interesting, not funny. Aha. This Daniel Aston person was living with or cohabiting with a, a, a dude pretending to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So they're Based. both bartenders at this club. One of them is a woman pretending to be a dude and chopped off her tits. The other one was a dude pretending to be a woman. Okay. The dude pretending to be a woman was shielded by others and therefore remained unhurt. Interesting. But the woman pretending to be a dude, nobody jumped in front of her. Him. Her. Yeah, it, her. It's her. Yeah, her. Nobody so they That's don't true progress. You even even in their internal culture, <laughs> they don't value women. <laughs> the actual woman who chopped off her tits, they're still not interested. Is the dude that's that's dressing up like a girl? They're like everyone protect him. Anyway, um, which is just you know, that's kind of a funny little thing. But uh, are they still pretending? Yeah, are they are they still saying they don't know any anything about a motive? I think that it's. I think that no one's even questioning the motive. They're saying that it was a grandson of some Republican politician. Oh, but the official word the last I saw was like, no motive, like just like everything else they do. It's like, oh, there's no motive. I think the motive is, I think everyone gets the motive. Why else are you going to shoot up a gay club? Okay, but I mean, like, they're still reporting no motive. That's that's what, are they still saying that there's like, this is just a total mystery, which which would be odd. Really, that's interesting because... So it's kind of funny. This is Colorado Springs because I was watching a documentary on KKK in Colorado. I, I, ne- I never understood that they actually ran the whole state at one point. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's like Frank- the mid twenties. Oh, they had control the entire fucking state. There's a picture of Franken tits. Wow, what a, what a loss. What a sad. What a, what a, what a, what a terrible thing. Thought. Oh, uh, thoughts and prayers for my fucking yeah, let's window not, setup. Let's not, do we need to bring up pictures of Franken tits? Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what Franken tits looks like. Oh God. I'm, I'm trying to bring. Don't it up. search it. Whatever there you do, go. don't search it. Thoughts and prayers. Okay, that's nice. All right, I'm good. Yeah, that's good enough. That's good what enough. a huge right, loss. What a terrible loss to this world. I mean, then what a shame. Taken too soon. You remember, know? remember, that's a chick. That's not a dude that had open heart surgery or something and has surgery scars. That's a chick. And those surgery scars are from the removal of uh, her breasts. And they, were supposed, and they were supposed to have a drag queen brunch the day, or the day after, and it got canceled. It's like I mean, so you sad. could almost be – I mean, some of these trannies, they put so much work into it. You can almost think that's a dude that had, like, open heart surgery or something, right? Those are surgery scars. I mean, I've seen people that have had it, and they have these giant freaking scars on their chest, you know? But, um, no. That's a, that's a chick. That's not a nigga. What do we know about the victims of the I – mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say anything, like, edgy about that. But I want to know, like, are they? Well, I guess just, they're investigating just, it as a. I'm just maintaining they're, a dynamic silence. They're investigating it's just whatever. They're investigating it as a head as a hate crime now. So, I, dude, course, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Colorado's had a lot of shootings because that was where we had Columbine, we had Aurora. Uh, I don't even had one Planned Parenthood in 2015. All right, charged with hate crimes after allegedly killing five people and injuring 25 others in a mass shooting in an LGBT nightclub. 
Anderson Lee Aldrich allegedly began shooting with a long rifle as soon as he walked into Club Q in Colorado Springs late Saturday night. Where are the bouncers? Lauren how do you, how do you I walk, can't find. How, how do you walk into a club with a fucking long gun? At least two people. Well, or who's going to stop you? Who's going to stop you? Yeah. <laughs> the bouncer. They pat you down. Excuse me. Do you have any long? Do you have any rifles in your person? <laughs> Assault style Plus, rifle. It's, it's well, I'm assuming that was a joke that you said. I'm assuming that was a sarcastic joke because that was <laughs> the bouncer's not gonna stop you. Just shoot him. I mean, if your intent is to shoot a bunch of people, shoot him first. Why you think that would blow your cover? Hate crime. You, you lose. Know, I, I, he just he walked into a place where there were a lot of humans and he shot some humans. I don't understand what what's the hate crime charge. For yeah, this. that's my thing. It's like the, the they don't understand the motive. I feel like I didn't see any of that because the motive. It's like. Are we assuming a motive <laughs> due to the the people that were killed? Oh, this is surreal. Well, that's what that's is, what's funny is because of the identity. But but that can we can't do that for Daryl Brooks, though, right? right? No, 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 no. This is horrific, white, sickening, white and devastating. Around. You know what's horrific, sickening, and devastating? That these clubs are legal to exist. Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz/paywall for your subscription today. I mean, that's what I find. Right. I mean, if this like, club wasn't, if this club had been made illegal, these people would all still be alive. Yeah. If these, if these people yeah. had to exist like inside the closet, I mean, they would only die by their own hands every occasionally, and that would be a lot more acceptable than this. Right. I'm just saying, if you're gonna, if you make this part an integral part of culture, don't be surprised when this happens. Yeah. Nobody likes this. I've been, I've been trying to tell you this. People hate. We've been this. trying to tell picture. them. I fucking love this. This like just neatly sums up this 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 shabby dystopia that we live in. Shabby's only real. You got a sign that says it. "Love over a hate." Like, no, it's not. You got, like, you got a fucking. I think hate won like, for about 20, for about thirty cardboard. people. There's about thirty people you would say they like, hate one last night. Not love. Are those those are plastic flowers over there? It's like it's like a fucking clown. Uh, outfit. Yeah. The the the, the more the, the more important thing is again we don't have to express views that are that are potentially trouble troublesome. My point is that. This is simply something that not too many people give much of a shit about. Uh, the the like people in Colorado Springs are probably shrugging their shoulders. People around the country are shrugging their shoulders or or laughing, as we can see from the reactions on the internet. The only people that are out there saying, "Oh my God, this is terrible," are like very high up connected people. And Lauren Bobert, I've been going through nothing. Did she ever what? say about Waukesha? Oh, so the fact okay. that she says. Despite all the people accusing her of like, oh, your gun regulation shit. First of all, isn't she in the U.S. Congress from Colorado? So yeah. she's not in the Colorado Congress. So she didn't have anything to do with Colorado gun laws. Um, so you would theoretically blame her nationally for gun laws or whatever. But the thing is, so she is compelled to say this is a terrible thing. Now you could say, oh, I guess she's from Colorado. But, you know. If tra- tragedies are tragedies around the country, but like, dude, all these people remain silent. Everybody, not just her, I guarantee you, almost everybody in Congress had to put out a thoughts and prayers, condolences. This is horrible. We must stop hate message. Mm-hmm. Whereas only very few people said anything at all about Waukesha, and you had to pull it out of them. Even the even the county chair of the Waukesha Republican Party. Uh, had to had we had to pull teeth. Trey had to like practically pull teeth to get him to say anything. And then of course, after he says what he says, he disavows it months later when libtards come calling. But um, 
that's that's what it is when white people are the victim. But then these faggots are victims, and the whole elite class falling all over themselves, even Republicans who said not a damn word about the actually normal people, the normal white people that were mowed down in Waukesha. So when you create this environment, don't be fucking surprised. That's all I'm saying. This is what people really think. This is the kind of thing. This is the kind of thing. And here's the other thing that's going to happen right now. I'm going to make another prediction. Mm. I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to stake some clout. Because that's how we—that's how the internet works. That's how—that's the dysfunctional way that the internet works. If somebody has an idea, and if they—if it turns out that they're wrong, boy, do they hear about it. But yeah, anyway, here's my thing. Here's what I think might happen here. Um, you know how we were saying that Republicans and conservatives were getting very big in—and to their credit, to their credit, this is something I'll give them credit for. And I'm not giving the overall Republican Party; I'm giving grassroots people. We're going very hard against tranny stuff in schools, bars, drag queen story hour. There was a lot of conservative protests against this. To their credit, they were doing something good. I was actually surprised and happy mm-hmm. to see conservatives doing something productive and good for once. And they were kind of given a little bit of a free pass. Like there was a good amount of dynamic silence about it from the Republican majority. No one of, none of the mm-hmm. no politicians were endorsing it or would be seen anywhere near it. But Ron DeSantis was dog whistling to it. Some other people were dog whistling to it, and they were letting it go on. I think using this shooting as a catalyst, the plug is getting pulled on that shit now. They are going to not let conservatives get away with any of the anti-gay, anti-drag, anti-drag kids, anti-LGBT. They're going to stop, particularly now that the midterms are over. And they don't need it as an electoral ploy anymore to let people go out and do that to try and create a little bit of excitement for the GOP. So now that now the plug is going to get pulled on that. We always knew it would be at some point, but I'm guessing maybe the shooting will be the catalyst for pulling that plug on that kind of activism. Or now you're going to see These people, people that are like, to... oh, they're doing a dry queen story hour at right. my local library. Let's go protest. And they're going to be like, no, we can't do that. No, they need, to pass, the they need to pass that shit test. This stuff is fucking – this is awful. I hope that they do. I hope I'm wrong. But I'm, I'm saying at, at the very least, there will be an well, like, effort from the top well, yeah, the to top, shut these the things top down. Level, I don't the think, only thing, I don't think yeah. people are going to go along with that. People hate stuff. They, do, they hate not. it. No, I, They're not going to take marching orders from the conservative upper echelons either, any more than they are from libtards. I, I hope so. I'll be truly happy just if like that's no, the case. Just don't like let nobody's, them scare just, you out of it. Just like know? nobody's really like crying bitter tears about that shooting. Like this is why, why, why would they? You no. like these people are fucking child molesters. These people are rapists. These people yeah. are perverts and no, and people are trying tired of being told otherwise. It's not 1998 anymore. And Will and Grace isn't on the air. People like don't, don't accept the lie that they're just like us anymore. Yeah. The, they see the Frank, stuff. You can go look up. Frank all that. Yeah, yeah. It exposed all that shit because they had to go edgier. You know, they yeah, well, they went, they had made real progress on that gay issue. Yeah. By convincing people well, they got everything. that gays, yeah. yeah, the gays weren't that different. And then they're like, okay, we've won on this. Let's go. Now let's go further. And mm-hmm. they actually started losing ground. Even they lost ground on the gay shit because of the tranny stuff. So there was some even tension with that. But the other thing <laughs> that happened on Twitter, not, not just the, the Jews that decided to shut it down. Did you see this thing? This woman comes out who is an anti-CSAM activist. And we can maybe bring this thread up. Let me see. I have it on my Telegram. I had to go back a little bit. So this woman who was an anti-CSAM activist comes out and says, Elon Musk has actually shut down some of the main CSAM sharing 
If you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Unless this is just how you want to live. Who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted, that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is going to come out in? Who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall? Especially if they're not white, which I assume that's what, what you probably are if you're hearing my voice right now. This is that's just that's just my assumption. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white legally, you do have to tell me that you're not white. This is I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him, and at first I thought I was going to put some effort into it, but then I realized why don't I just ramble. In the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it because that's what you're doing right now you are listening to this what it, mike was probably saying something very interesting something very insightful and now you're listening to me is this really what you want is this is this how you want to live do you want to be non-white because again that's i just assume that's what you are you could always fix that you could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff that is slash paywall and Getting yourself a subscription, and then you'll never have to hear me again, you know, unless I'm filling it or something. And and even selling hashtags on Twitter, the networks, the, the people distributing CSAM on Twitter, these networks, she said, over the past 24 hours have been completely, almost completely shut down. And she was saying there was a few things, like it seems like the reports of it are being taken seriously, and so the people doing it are getting banned and blocked. And then the, they actually have shut down some of these hashtags and networks over which these things were being shared. And, like, this woman was ecstatic. She was like, this is amazing. I've never mm. seen it. We, she's like, I've been f- fighting with Twitter for years on this shit to, like, deaf ears. Mm. And now, like, almost overnight, showing you how easy it would have been all those years. And, of course, then uh, people jumped in to try and, like, you know, do damage control for for basically – Twitter or the previous Twitter, the pre Elon Twitter, or not give the new Elon Twitter credit credit for ever doing anything right. Right. They're saying, no, this is the child safety team at Twitter working and working and finally getting it right. So yeah, finally getting it right. Coincidentally, just like weeks after totally new management comes in. Yeah. And and after the homosexual Jew, Yoel Roth, who was literally the trust and safety chief at Twitter, leaves the company. <laughs> I don't think it's a coincidence that after a gay Jew leaves Twitter, mm-hmm. now child sex abuse material starts being removed. That's not a fucking coincidence. Like, you know what Dave Chappelle said about coincidences? You're not supposed to talk it's about It's not it. a coincidence. Oh. Let me see. I'm trying to find the Twitter. Yeah, you're not supposed to talk about it. That's what he said about coincidences. Don't ever fucking talk about it. Right. So why are you talking about it? Well, oh, well what he said was... Shut up about the coincidences. <laughs> I guess that's what he did say, right? So, like, here we go. Here's the thread. Um... I've got, I'll send it to you here. So it looks like, you know, whatever else you think about Elon Musk, uh, this is a good thing he did. So this woman, Eliza, says, wow, the most popular hashtag used to sell child sexual abuse material on Twitter is almost completely cleaned out. Uh, I'm not going to post the hashtag for obvious reasons, but if any organization, law enforcement, or journalist wants me to send them the informa- hashtag information, I will. It's public information, but I don't want to broadcast it because there are still three-year-old tweets available. Now, if this is Jesus. not like, I don't want to post it because it's racism. This is like, I want to post it because there are images of children being abused. That's very different and, and totally correct stance to take, right? So then she says, mm-hmm. correction, 
the three biggest hashtags used by child abusers selling child sexual abuse material on Twitter have virtually been eliminated. This is huge. To those who weren't aware yet, last week, Twitter did add a direct reporting option for child sexual exploitation only on those tweets with content images slash videos. This was not previously available and was a separate form that wasn't easy to find. Right, of I'm course. grateful to see these changes because all the, so because there all the, was no because option all the, because in the all the UI to do this because all the charges of like groomers and like and coddling child molesters like those were all like fascist lies about Jews right. and people who and, managed and Twitter. I was, like, and we're going to get to that. Lies, That's exactly yeah. one of the things I was going to say. But like, uh, so then he says, update. I've spoken to a journalist whom I trust that reached out. This individual is brave enough to go and check the situation, including the hashtags. The information will be released soon while being mindful of the safety for those being impacted by this crime. Here's a video that explains the hashtag system used on Twitter to share and sell child. I don't know if we want to, if we need to watch that. I mean, people can watch that in their own time if they want. Video was put out by the legal team representing the two minor survivors suing Twitter. There's actually probably some interesting material there. Update. Some of the other hashtags outside of the main three are still actively engaging and sharing and posting illegal child exploitation. Please be mindful of this. It's not over yet. Um, and then she says that Elon Musk himself is like liking some of her tweets. Mm. Um, so it's definitely true. Important note, Elon Musk himself liked a tweet in the thread last night that this information wasn't valid. If it wasn't factual, that wouldn't have happened. She says thank you to him. And also then what's funny is there are some people that have chimed in. Like a lot of people are like celebrating this in this thread. But then this one dude chimes in to say like actually – Okay, this guy then, Shahan Shah speaking, says, checked with a friend. You'll, you'll see it if you keep scrolling down. It's a little bit yeah, underneath I see that Check with a friend people. who works work to child safety at Twitter. Okay. This isn't Yeah, no, Elon. he's just lying. He's lying. <laughs> this isn't Elon. This isn't Elon. <laughs> you should show that tweet. This is the child. It is showing. This is child safety at Twitter. Working showing. on this stuff oh, for years one, yeah. and getting it right. That is a, no. For years they did nothing about it. Elon's getting it right. Like fuck. Well, look you. at the re- this guy. No one's buying it though. Look at the yeah. responses. <laughs> People are like, oh yeah, yeah. So oh, they're just working and working and working all those years. Just re- oh, they just they just finally just, just totally rolling it out now. Give credit where it's due. Just rolling it out. It's like I think credit's being given where it's due. I mean, Twitter was run by people that cover for this kind of stuff. I mean, they're, they're, I'm waiting for the day that you can misgender someone on Twitter without getting banned again. That's what he, that's a dude, big change needs to happen. Dude, this dude is lying. Of course he's lying. He doesn't know. He doesn't know anybody at Twitter's child safety team. Guaranteed. I'd be like, what's their name? Surely, surely, if someone is working at Twitter's child safety team and they just had this breakthrough where they're finally shutting down, that that person isn't embarrassed to have their yeah, name. What they be proud of? Nothing. That person should be proud of their work. So who is it? Who's your friend? What's is their there name? Some, is there some reason under this regime that one would have to hide their identity for having being involved with that? I wonder. Yeah, I is wonder, there some reason why someone who actually shuts down child fucking abuse I, material I on Twitter this, would be scared to have their name known? I wonder if this Eliza person has anything to worry about with, with her name being out there like that. I yeah, just, I, I wonder. wonder if she gets abuse and threats and shit. In fact, see, but here's the thing: what you what you what you what you clued in on was exactly what I was thinking. Is that there? I guarantee you. At Twitter. Oh, God. This was brought I'll up. Be right back. That they knew this was happening. And that they actually hesitated on ever taking action on this stuff. Using the very excuse that this, a reporting mechanism for child sexual abuse material would impact trans kids. 
would impact drag kids, would open up the LGBT community to abuse, and therefore it would be it would it would not be helpful. I guarantee you these are the conversations they were having behind the scenes. It would not actually be helpful for eliminating CSAM, but it would empower right wing trolls to further abuse the LGBT community by creating a lot of false reports on images of drag queen story hours, drag kid performances, and things like that, and also trans kids and stuff like that. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. So the kinds of people that promote that stuff would find themselves the subject of a lot of reports under this system of child sexual abuse, child sexual exploitation reporting. And I guarantee you that Yoel Roth was in those meetings. It was instrumental in blocking any such change from being put forward. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I think they were afraid that people were just going to weaponize it and, and use it on these, these, uh, these, these innocent trans accounts. They would just go around yeah. a mass report. And and there, those conversations will probably never be made public. And I guarantee, okay, even though I'm saying I guarantee it, I obviously this is speculation, but I think it's very well informed speculation that the reasoning they were using for utterly failing to have a basic, I mean, think about it. Think about how hard Yol Roth, the gay Jew, and his team, and whoever was working there before him, worked to suppress, ban, and find any. Nazis or any, any anti-Semites right. or even increasingly any right-wingers that like support Trump and find them and ban them because they're so dangerous. Yet they had they were probably they were completely stalling and blocking any changes made on this front. And I guarantee you that actual reports that were made because there's apparent there was apparently some way you could dig through Twitter and find some way to report this stuff, or you could just report it under the general harassment and abuse topic, right? Yeah. I guarantee you that Yol Roth and his team, and if I know anything about how gays operate, I have seen gays operate in companies. This guy's not just a gay, he's a gay Jew. When you put a gay person in a position of high management in a company, a department management, that entire department will be gay within a few months. They will they will find a way to make sure everyone that they hire around them that's gay. So Twitter's trust and safety team, headed by Yol Roth, was run by gay people. Okay, it was run by gays, guaranteed, hundred percent. Right. Right. And those people have left. And how much do you think actual reports of genuine child sex abuse material were simply thrown in the trash? Oh Jesus! Can because I those people themselves were enjoying it. It's the all of them mean? Literally all of them, yeah. all of them, because Joel Roth and his people were likely, I'm speculating, likely enjoying it. <laughs> And so there was zero progress in Twitter, which spent all of its fucking time and money banning Nazis, Yeah, was instead a clearinghouse for child porn. And now Jonathan Greenblatt, right at the time when Twitter is saying we're not going to ban Nazis anymore, but we're going to like delist them or whatever, but we are absolutely shutting down child porn. Now Jonathan Greenblatt comes out and he's like, this platform has to go. How come it didn't have to go? For the last five years, when it was a fucking clearinghouse for child sex abuse and material, how, Jonathan. And how come because Jonathan... Because that shit's okay with you. You probably like it. How come Jonathan Greenblatt is the guy that gets to say whether or not this platform has to go? Because Jews have no power. Because right. everything we say Wait, about Greenblatt... them... Because everything we say about them is a trope and a lie and a canard. Jews don't cover for right. homosexuals. They don't groom minors for for uh sex and sea salmon they uh they don't have they don't have control of the narrative and what gets published and what doesn't get published right they just don't have any of that it's all a lie none of it's true 
We have to get banned so, for saying that because it's not true. Greenblatt says Musk's decision, and he's referring specifically to his decision to rebring Trump back, right? Musk's decisions yeah. over the last month have been erratic and alarming. But this decision is dangerous and a threat to American democracy. We need to ask, you know, I want, is it time for Twitter to go? I kind of concur now, with that. Can I can I just for a second here? So he puts Donald Trump's right. he put Donald Trump's account back up. Um, after that happened, you know, I have like eight or ten accounts that are all permanently suspended. I created yeah. yet another one because I figured, well, Twitter's offices were closed over the weekend because all these people got laid off or whatever. Maybe I could sneak one in there. And I signed up and was immediately permabanned. It's like now, Elon, I never participated in a mass mob violent attempt to overthrow the capital of the United States. I've never engaged in any sort of mob activity where I tried to use a show of force to gain control of any government building or institution for any purpose whatsoever. I never was connected with a with a with a underhanded Pentagon attempt to do such a thing to railroad a bunch of people. Why can't I have my account back? All I ever said was right. nigger. All yeah. I ever said was that these people are groomers and they're doing CSAM. All I ever yeah. said that people like Jonathan Greenblatt have control over what is and isn't said on the internet and on these major platforms. I have never I've never I never told anybody to go anywhere near a government building and make a and make a stink. Never once. But this guy, this right. guy, this guy, I, I don't have like, but even if you did, I don't have thousands of people that I once had the power to like pardon, but I didn't do it and told them I would next time I had, like, I don't have any of these, I don't have any of these hangups. I don't have any of these dangerous right. things in my past on my record, but I can't have my account. I can't even have a fresh account with nothing on it. No. Well, here's what I think is, is happening. Um, and Elon was then spending a lot of time over the weekend kind of begging for Trump to come back because Trump said he's not going back. He's going to be using truth social. So Elon's even posting these memes. So like Trump, come back, come back. Right. But um, additionally, then you have uh, Greenblatt said other, even more forceful things, basically saying Twitter dug its own grave, which is not true. Uh, <laughs> Greenblatt and his asso Jewish associates in finance dug the grave for it right. on purpose yep. because they no longer felt like they had the kind of control they wanted it over it. Is this it. chutzpah? And Elon is making – now, Now, what he did with the CSAM stuff is great, and I think this is something on which if conservatives had power, they probably would shut this kind of stuff down. Um, and But the problem is that, that they, they have good instincts on this stuff. In terms of being against it, and and when given a little bit of power, you see Elon Musk. Okay, he actually works and he shuts this shit down. Did you, but he's got some bad instincts on other things. Did you see what? what and, uh, did you see what yeah. Elon tweeted at Greenblatt? Yes. Stop, stop defaming, defaming me. me. <laughs> Which mm -hmm. is, if you think about it, it's a legitimate thing. And I'm saying, Elon, it's perfect. It's ban good. him. He should. He should ban shut that. He should ban. He should ban the ADL. Ban Greenblatt. Why, why should the ADL be used it's to like, organize? Yeah, boycotts and and to campaigns against to your, use your platform your to organize billion. the ADL because he also because Elon also tweeted I don't know if, tweeted I don't know if you saw this how tweeted. does <laughs> he tweeted how does one make a small fortune in social media well start off with a large fortune that's good so that's what he tweeted it's that's like well true. so like it's like get rid of the people that are campaigning for this to happen to you and he's he's the he's heading the fucking charge as far as I can tell well this is pretty annoying you don't want to hear my voice you want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Bag it. 
Yeah, and uh, and Yoel Roth. Here's the other funny thing. Yoel Roth, um, who was pretending. Remember when, like, the first few weeks, the first two weeks or so of Elon taking over Twitter? <laughs> Yoel Roth is out there. He's a company man. He's talking about Twitter trust and safety, how we're working to maintain, and this and that, right? And he's and Elon's retweeting him, and they're buddies, and he's retweeting Elon. They're they're, they're all friends. And I was saying, this is Yoel Roth pretending to kiss ass to stay in this position. And I felt like, okay, so they're probably both playing some kind of a game because obviously Yoel Roth does not have Twitter's interests at heart or Elon Musk's interests. And, and Elon Musk is like, look, Jews here, this guy, this Jew is still at trust and safety. Uh, You can trust me. Don't shut my thing down. Look, I've got one of your people. And then Yoel Roth though, the Jews at some point were like, you have to leave because you're lending this credibility to it. You're letting Elon use you as like a token that's saying like we're not these things. So he leaves. But all that company man shit he was doing, that's out the window. Now he publishes an editorial in the New York Times where he suggests removing all advertiser revenue from Twitter and app banning it in the app stores. Which is what they're gonna do. Where did he post this? It's in the New York fucking Times. Yeah, because I was looking at his Twitter. Uh, when ADL and others stopped paid for profit leaders met with Elon Musk on 11-1, he committed yes. to not replatform anyone regardless of stature until he installed a transparent, clear process that took into consideration the views of civil society. That mm. just means Jew- Jewish organization. Yeah. Right. The, the <clears throat> civil society. Civil society, but that's, civil society is shrugging their shoulders and or laughing at the Q Club shooting. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's Greenblatt tweeting. I'm saying Yoel yeah. Roth who was doing all his company man bullshit, like in order to keep his job at trust and safety. Once he decided to leave, his true loyalties became obvious. He has now written the guy who two weeks ago was talking about trust and safety at Twitter is working hard. Now he's, he, he left last week and now over the weekend, he published an editorial in the New York times. Here's how to take down Twitter. And he says, let's app ban it, ban it from the app stores and cut off all advertising revenue. And while it might still exist, it will have it will be just like Parler or True Social or one of the other joke things that nobody looks at or gives a shit about. And so that's what they have decided to do. And um, and it all is related. It's all bound up with this child porn, suddenly, or excuse me, child sex abuse material not being able to be distributed on Twitter. The fact that they lost this network for the distributing child sex abuse material, blackmail material, things that they just like, things that they just fancy. And they have uh, exposed, because of this, they have exposed child drag kids and trans kids to abuse. Because I guarantee you right now, there are trannies and faggots and people like that out there saying the, tr- the reporting features on this are exposing trans kids and drag kids to abuse from online right-wing trolls. I guarantee you these complaints are being made, and that's going to be another reason... Mm-hmm. Because apparently now I, I, I we all have a friend who is who is who knows about these the uh, uh, drag kid stuff and is has has been in that community before and she knows about these things and she knows about this woman and she said this woman is also do, done anti drag kid stuff and and is like is a known person in that community is well respected in that community and is hated by these drag people is fucking hated by them so this woman who's devoted her life to fighting against child sexual abuse. For some reason, the drag queen people fucking hate, hate her. Why would that be? I wonder why. I wonder why that is. Huh. You know, it is it's just almost the... like 
It's almost like drag kids and drag kids and trans kids. It's just a way to launder child sex abuse to make it fucking socially yeah, but, acceptable. But nothing bad would ever happen if bigots like her and like Matt Walsh kept their mouths shut about it. That's why Greenblatt has to shut down Twitter. These people need to be these right wing trolls need to be stopped so the 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 child sex well, if, gravy crane can keep on rolling. If they don't shut it down, they're just going to do do to it the same thing they did Telegram. Like they're they're going to not necessarily an app ban, but it's going to be restricted in such a way that they can do their own content moderation. That's, that's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. They, they might just remove it from app stores, though. They might just take that extreme step. The problem is when you do that. Um, you then make it so that the only people using it are people that are, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, Yol Roth's article, which, you know, Warren and jazz hands read it on their show. You can go listen to them reading it. Uh, but it's very interesting to me that it's like, wow, this Jew changed his spots like that because he was always only loyal to the Jewish project. Right. Right. He was always only loyal to the Jewish project. Any pretense of loyalty to Twitter, Elon Musk was purely cynical and purely to keep his position in power at that company when he thought it was relevant to do so. As soon as the decision was made, we're shutting down Twitter, y'all. You can come back to the come back to the shul, and then pen this editorial, uh, you know, talking about how giving ideas, giving giving ideas out about how we oh, can I'm shut an this ideas down guy. and control this. I like ideas. Right, and he's an ideas man. Hmm. And I, I want to know what was Joel Roth's? I think this is worthy of investigation. Joel Roth, what role did you play in blocking the features and enforcement that has now apparently been rolled out? Against CSAM on Twitter. What what role did you want? The yeah, trust and safety manager. What role? You, you must have had a leading role in that, right? It must have been a top thing on your desk. I mean, I can only. Oh, okay, I was going to make a terrible joke. I wonder if there were uh, among the other tops on your desk. Doish, but yeah, um, or top surgeries people on your desk, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So he's talking about Musk talk, calling for content moderation council. It's like, well, you're going to get that either way. Oh yeah, you're going to get it. You're going to get that good and hard. I can't imagine Twitter being taken out of app stores. That would be just a monumental. I don't see that that's that would be an incredible. They would do Dude, it. I mean, this I'm is telling you, they don't they don't need it. Twitter is not. No, there is there's a on balance. It's been more of a headache than it's worth for them. There's a desperation here to eliminate. They thought they could. They thought they could de facto take control of a de facto public square, but it's come it's become quite clear they just don't need a public square. I mean the public square is right. where is right. where the, the Kanye shit came from. It's where the yep. Kyrie shit came from. It's where a lot of things happen and that have been and negative they and they just don't need it. Where it could come from next. They've tried managing right. it and massaging what right. you see when you go to it, but this it just doesn't uh, it doesn't work. And if you read their own stuff on this, if you read their own that their own musings on this is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Writestuff.biz/paywall. On this, their own editorials mm. and their own think pieces on it in in magazines that they're sure really only elites are reading. This is what they're saying: is they're saying like, let's adjust our thought. Like we become so used to. Over the last 15 years or so, the idea of social media platforms, but they didn't always exist. Let's readjust our thought process. This is the idea. Maybe Twitter isn't inevitable. Maybe Twitter can just go. Just be gone. Yes, it became the de facto public square. It became this, the place where all politics were discussed and hashed out. And they thought, mm -hmm. OK, we'll just exclude these Nazis. But the problem is. 
you know, uh, millions of other people are on there and any one of them could pop and become a Nazi or close enough mm. or an anti-Semite at any moment, particularly given the kind of control that Jews have over every aspect of life. Somebody could just do a Kanye and come out and start saying Jews are doing this, Jews are doing that. And and that's always a danger. And then that person becomes a hot talking point for the culture and that person becomes a rallying point and all these things. Right. And they just don't need this happening over and over and over again. So for them, for their perspective, like, wait, we had a system where we had only a few outlets and we controlled them utterly. Why don't we just go back to that? And if you think about it, this isn't actually the first time this has happened. Remember, think about the idea of radio and even print to some extent. These things weren't always totally monopolized by Jews. Mm -hmm. When these technologies were new, the Jews fought and worked hard to make sure they had no competitors. Father Coughlin had a radio show with millions of listeners, and he had a newsletter, a newspaper, that went out to millions of homes. And this was in the 1930s. Eventually, they literally stopped letting him mail his newsletter, and they they created the FCC to shut him down. And so now they monopolize the airwaves because this yep. one priest who had some criticisms of Jewry was reaching millions of homes. Well, I mean, it's it's like film. It's like film. Yeah. Film hit the scene. You had Birth of a Nation, which was right. hugely influential, and it fueled the Ku Klux Klan in the 1920s. Right. Massively influential. Um, of course, we know when how the film industry went. Right, and you also had Thomas Edison, who was monopolizing the equipment that you needed to make films, because he had invented most of his companies. His companies, not him personally, but he probably held a hand in some of it. His companies had created and invented these cameras and lighting things and stuff like that that was used to make film. He didn't approve. He didn't approve of the Jewish uh, of Jewish films and the kinds of content that were in them. So he simply patented his stuff and he wouldn't sell it to Jewish filmmakers and to Jews that were because Jewish Jews in film at first were just owning movie theaters. What they did, their first move was to own all the movie theaters in New York City. Then they wanted to start making their own movies. But Thomas Edison didn't trust them. So what did they do? Well, they went to California and they they literally created Hollywood and Studio City, California was not a zip code. They applied to the federal government to get a zip code made there. It's an entirely Jewish created town. And uh, that's where they they erected all their studios. and They just broke the patents and they're like Thomas Edison's patent agents can't reach us and the government won't enforce them. And that's what happened. That's what happened. What a quaint. Now, what, what, a, what, what do people know about Thomas Edison? Well, the only thing you know is that he ri- supposedly ripped off Nikola Tesla. And his his uh, his lab, which is a museum just, in West Orange, New Jersey, is a ghost town. No I one just, goes there. I just want to point out how quaint the idea is that if you just because you move three thousand miles across the country means like the patent agents can't get to you and the government can't find you and can't shut you down. And think about now. That was true a hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's like now yeah. now you you, yeah. po- you post a home video of your family, maybe at a barbecue or something on Facebook or Insta or on whatever one of these platforms. And in the background on the radio is some like copyrighted piece of music, like a pop song. And yeah, they're, you're going to, you're going to have to take that home video down and you're not going to be allowed to share it because the creator, or they'll the just monetize it. Like they, they'll either they'll, 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 I, you leave it up, but they'll just monetize it behind your back. Yeah. Well, let's take a break. It's just like, what the fuck? That is interesting though, that birth of a nation actually did revive the Ku Klux Klan. It brought it back. 
it, it literally reignited it. That's where like a lot of their imagery came What's from. What's really interesting is a and, is a Muse next pill made me feel ten times worse than I was feeling before. Oh, I, I, never, I hate yeah, that shit. Something dude. in that shit. Mucinex always makes me feel like shit, dude. I, it's, I, no, I, I, it's no wonder they had to control this industry. I mean, that that's cold some, remedies? some power right there. If you if you create a movie, and then you end up with an anti-Semitic social movement that comes out of it. Right? Yeah. No, I'm I'm telling you, man. Like that's Jews are like, oh yeah, we got to control it, and they did. They basically they basically took their collective financial power, and they decided to control something. And social media. Because of the nature of it is very, very much harder than movies to control because movies are authoritarian, right? There's a director, there's a producer and a director, and what they say goes. The director is like a little dictator on that set, right? You see, you ever seen a movie he's screaming at people and shit yeah. like that? And so they, they can control that. Let's make sure they control who the directors and the script writers and all that shit are and make it just prohibitively expensive for indie films. If you can make indie films, you could buy cameras and get you know learn the skills and stuff. There's a barrier to entry to that, and most indie films just aren't that great anyway. But you're you're never going to get the distribution. Like they ha- they want these things that require tons and tons of capital inputs in order to be able to get it eyes on it. Social media wasn't that. The internet wasn't that. Now they're going to make it so, hmm. and everything's going to be top down again. They're just. I think. I think what they want is this idea. That people will look back. Oh yeah, remember the era of social? Remember that twenty year period where people would go online and say what they thought about shit? That was interesting. Yeah, that was really bad. So let's go back to our boring dystopia now. Mm. Oh, was another drag kid show. Yeah, we'll steer clear of that. Mm. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Do you want to listen to Wee Bananas? <laughs> I feel like we should listen to Wee Bananas today because of FTX. Yeah, it's a good yeah. song. Everything in the, everything in the, every, all those lyrics ended up yeah. becoming true. And then I'm I'm gonna make some tea <laughs> with bourbon in it. I think I think that's how I'll feel better. Oh no, tea bourbon He's combine alcohol and mucinex. No, you know what bad. I'll do? I'll put alcohol Oof. in the cup of noodles. I'll put bourbon in the cup of noodles. No, don't, so don't get, do that. You get. should never combine mucinex with anything, including like your body. Isn't it? Well, not James also? He used to combine like. Beer or something and protein powder. When he was in no, college. I did that one time as a joke. No, that was Jesse. I just put joke. it into oh, whiskey. Yeah, you I put, put protein powder no, into put, whiskey. No, it was an IPA. Was... No, it was protein powder in an IPA. It was oh. so it made this like solid, like like this solid, like light brown glass, and it was fucking horrible. It was the it was the no flip. It was funny. It was a good bit, but well, I would just like throw it out. Like throw, I drank like, it. Fruity pebble flavored protein. No, powder? it was flavorless protein, so it, were, it was okay. Uh, maybe the fruity pebble flavor would spice it up a little bit. It would, make, it would probably improve, improve an IPA, so it wouldn't taste like so. It would taste like soap in a bowl of fruity pebbles. <laughs> you know, it would stop tasting like soap. Yeah. So anyway, let's uh, try. Try just eating your fruity pebbles with an IPA instead of milk. Oof. So that way you don't get any protein. Yeah, <laughs> now, you're, now you're just getting like diabetes and and liver failure. Like just, yeah, you nothing just, is working you there. You just throw yourself out of a second story window. I mean, it's up to you. you, you do know? that too. That also would that'd be a little more direct, a little less time. You'd be healthier. All right, so uh, we'll be uh, we'll be right back. Oh, hi guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption. Not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you. We need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at the right slash paywall. You can use money orders, you can use crypto, you can use e-checks, you can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Oh, I fear NPCs. We live in a society. Oh, I 
live in a society. We live in a society. Oh!